Welcome to the Writer Dojo with your host, Steve Diamond. I'm here. And Larry Korea. You sit on a throne of lies. Today's episode, Short Stories, Nuts and Bolts. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the Writer Dojo. Glad to have you back with us today. All right. So I've been asked this question a lot. Um, I was asked this question at Liberty Con a few times by a few different people. Um, I've been asked it at pretty much every convention I've ever gone to. And uh, we got a question from a guy named Mike. Um, <laughs> I know. I, that, that was a joke from our thing. Seriously, I swear every freaking uh, question I opened, I'm like, oh, this one's from Mike. Mike. But it was they were all different mics. Um, unless it's one really enterprising Mike. Who's our supporter on like five different email addresses? It's all it's all Rick it's all Rick uh, Cutler. It's all Rick Cutler. Yeah, he's got seven <laughs> pin names. All Mike. That's awesome. Um, all right. So, it, his question is this: Do you have any tips for an aspiring writer on how to write short stories? And then the question I often get asked is: Should I even bother? writing a short story. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot to unpack here. This is why we decided to make it a full episode. Yeah, because we have actually had another, I would recommend go back and look at our previous episode about writing short fiction. Yeah, we've had the long fiction versus short fiction episodes. Where we talked about the pros and cons of both and why you would still do it. Yeah, yeah. But in brief, financially, it ain't worth it. No, it's definitely not worth it. Um, the odds of you making much money on a short story beyond like what you get paid up front, we pretty slim. Uh, in in the in the Facebook group, um, and for those of you who are listening out there, this is my obligatory. Yes, we have a Facebook group. We're actually pretty cool. Come on down. It's actually one of the better writing groups. You're, on the, you're the next now, contestant. <laughs> you know, you're the next contestant on the Price Is Right. You know, Bob Barker just died. Um, at ninety nine, closest to a dollar. That's the quote I should have used to open the episode. <clears throat> So, you know, he, there is a lot going on with short fiction. And um, in, in our group, we had a question the other day where a person was talking about, um, it, it, it spawned from our conversation with, uh, with Ian in terms of like starting your own press and all the yeah, anthologies. Yeah, because he started Raconteur Press right. and, and they've actually been making money. They've been doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, and so... The question that they asked was, well, well, like how, how, how do you, how do you pay people when it comes to this? And should I be worried? And, and the interesting thing was I saw, um, like two or three wildly diverging opinions in there. Some was, oh, if I don't get a, um, if I don't get a pro rate, a professionally rated, um, per word dollar count, cent count. Five cents a word. Five, six, six seven, eight, cents, whatever it is. And I think it's eight is, is the current standard. Buck a word. Um, yeah, buck a word. Jeez. <laughs> um, it is good to be king. Good grief. But if you get that, um, if you're not getting that, then they don't sit, then they say, oh, it's not, I don't trust them. It's not worth it. And then there's other people yeah. who say, well, I kind of feel like I should be giving you royalties no matter what. And, and I heard, I had people say, well, if they're only giving me a, a per word thing and they're not offering me royalties, well, then I'm going to run away. 
And then there's, there's my version was kind of a mix of the two. It's like, well, you know, in an ideal world, you get a, a an advance based on the, the word count, your cents per word count, and then get royalties on the back end. Yeah. Right? I think it's going to... Here's the thing, guys. This is a really broad market. None of those are wrong, by the way. Yeah. Because if... It's going to depend entirely on who it is and what they're trying to do and whether you trust them or not. Uh, because it comes down to whoever anthology it is on whether they're actually going to sell it or not. Uh, that said, uh, most of the anthologies I've been in, I've written like 60-something short stories. I've been in a lot of anthos over the years. And most of them have been structured in the way where they pay me an upfront, uh, you know, pro rate, which is... Sad because it's about the same pro rate that, you know, Robert Heinlein got <laughs> 50 years ago. Uh, inflation has made everything else more expensive, but authors are still collecting five cents a word most of the time for an anthology, six cents a word, whatever. Uh, there are some better. That's what me and Steve are joking about, but I can't yeah. get into that. Um, like, like I said, though, it is good to be me at times. Um, that said, most of them are structured. You get the upfront pro rate, and then on the back end, if it earns out, you will get royalties. Now, here's the thing. On the back end, most anthologies don't really sell that well. Anthologies don't sell as good as books. And the short fiction market tends to be much, much smaller than the novel market. So that's why we're saying even if you're the most prolific short story writers around, you're not going to make a living at it. No. No. I, you know, I think once upon a time you could. Um, I think so. Back in the oldie times. Back in the glory days, days of, you know analog and okay let, let's let's say just for the sake of argument you're getting 10 cents a word which is above yeah. market rate we'll just make it so the math is just easy. so the math is easy okay i write a 5,000 word story yeah okay um that's easy math 500 bucks right yeah and if you can do that in a day that's awesome yeah most people won't yeah okay um most people are either going to take a few days to a week or whatever probably a week really for most people by the time they yeah. edit it and polish it and all um that. you know uh, and shift gears to write the story and then well, shift gears back to whatever the regular think it stuff through is. And because a lot of times you're getting asked to write a short story spur of the moment. We talked about this on, on, on the, our episode with Ian. How yeah. it's like, how I was talking about how they're like, Hey Steve, how come you haven't written for us? I'm like, well, I haven't been asked. I'm like, well, we want you to write this short story. I said, oh, okay, cool. When's it due? Two weeks. Well, and when you, oh. when you have practice and, and, uh, and we'll, we'll get into this, um, but when you have practice, you can do that and be like, well, we, me and you have both had where we forgot. We told somebody we'd give them an anthology yeah. story and they're like, oh, hey, that's due like Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Today's Monday. Have you, have you got that? You're like, uh, yeah. And then yeah, we'll be right there. I will go write it. We're polishing. I'll go write right 5,000 words right then. We, but, we literally did that for Sean Hazlitt. Yeah, I, I did that with, uh, me and you did that with Sean Hazlitt. I did that with Jonathan Mayberry where the two of us had forgotten oh, um, yeah, for Urban Allies. And we Alice. literally wrote a 10,000 word collaborative story in two nights yeah. going back and forth. And we were both busy dudes writing our own novels. So it can be done. But when you're doing anthologies, usually you're getting a little money. Mm -hmm. But the money is part of it. And the best thing about short fiction is it's like getting you in front of people that you will hopefully then buy your longer form stuff that you'll make more yeah. money off of. Yeah, it, it's it's like, it's the idea of when you have a bunch of fiction out there, pricing your first book at 99 cents to to drive people to your other work. Yeah, similar right? idea. Now, it's, it's, it's less effective than that. Right. For sure. But, I mean, look. And you can make money off of short fiction. You can. I certainly have. I have too. Um, 
but it's an exception. It's an exception. So like I said, of the 60-something short stories I've done, I think I can count on my fingers, and I've said this before, I can count on my fingers the ones that have paid me royalties after the fact. And of those, most of them we're talking, the royalties are enough to buy a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I've... Monster Hunter is enough to buy a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've not a good car, but a, but a cheap used no, one. No, one for your for your kid that you know they're going to total in. Yeah, a few one months for your anyway. teenager to drive to right drive to school. So it's it's interesting, right? Like like one of the things that I that I say to people, and and I said this in the thread on Facebook, is that I'm more than happy to accept royalty deals. Okay, I'm more than happy to accept flat payment deals. I'm more than happy to accept the the advance payment plus royalties on the back end deals. All of those have different have different uh, pluses and minuses. One of the things that that's in there that that I always say though is it's like okay, if I'm accepting a royalty deal only, like a like a profit sharing sort of thing, kind of like I do with like a, like I have with Ian. Yeah. Who who is doing it and how much are they yep. going to sell? How who's doing it? How much are they going to sell? How's it going to be? Yada yada. But also. In my head, I'm going, okay, again, if it's a 5,000 word story and I'm making, and let's say the average rate is 10 cents a word, okay, 500 bucks, that story is a success for me once I've received the royalties that equal that payment, if that makes sense. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then I'm like, well, okay, whatever. Um, I don't really care that much. Um, I Oftentimes... The reason I'm writing a short story is because someone who I know and trust has asked me to. Um, I'm doing someone a favor or I owe someone a favor. Yep. Done that a lot. Um, Or someone pitches me an idea that's so weird and wild and out there that I kind of feel like I'm obligated. Yeah. So keep in mind, we, we're businessmen, me and you, when we do this podcast, we talk a lot of business, but we're also artists Mm -hmm. and we got, you got to balance the two guys. You can go biz, pure business and then be like, I'm never going to write a short story unless I'm in there with a bunch of big, bad man pajamas and I'm hoping to pick up some readers. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's fine. That's fair. But also sometimes you've got to be the artistic side and be like, wow, that's just a really intriguing thing and I got a really intriguing theme and I got a really fun idea and I, I could take the time. I could take a couple of days, write a 5,000 word story for that. That's cool. You know, Winnie the Pooh Cthulhu. Yeah. I'm like... Well, you would have did that for I, free. I have to. Yeah, you you would have. Yeah, let's let's be honest. You you were just gonna write that no matter. I what. was. I was. I mean, I'm happy to take the 14 cents a word I got. That's nice. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Um, but again, that's a flat fee. There's no royalty. Right. But I mean, well, like I said most. I, of I'm jazz. I was jazzed to write that story. Most of the six or eight cents a word ones I got, I never got anything on the back end. Nope. So, you, I mean, so so there's the. Just don't be too artist. No. Because you go to artiste, not enough business, then you're like, oh yeah, I'll be in everything. No. Including a bunch of crap that will sell six copies, and then you yeah. just completely wasted your time. Now, there's another aspect to this, as far as just the yes or no, should I write short stories? Well, there's there's two things. One, um, I like I, I, I personally like doing short stories as a yes or no question. For, for a couple of reasons. One, um, it's a great way for me to kind of cleanse my palate. Me too. Or just, just refresh myself, take a break. Even if I'm writing a novel, it's like, I, I just, 
I need to do something else for a second. When I finish a book, I always write something else. Yeah. And before the next book. Yeah. The other reason is, um, you know, I, I feel like it, I feel like it's teaching me skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when I'm writing short fiction, I'm, I'm practicing a different skill set. We've talked about that on the show because there's a, as a learning tool, it's fantastic. You're getting a lot of learning for not a lot of time investment. Right. You're getting a lot of experience. Now, as far as the uh, no goes, um, there, there's a lot of reasons not to go this direction. You know, whether it's the, the, the pay or whatever that we're talking about or the... Um, you know, you, you say you're doing it for, for, for the exposure because you're going to be in this anthology with all these people. Yeah. Well, but look, a, a lot of times when someone buys an anthology, say when someone buys a Larry Curry anthology because you're in it, a lot of times they're just reading your story. That's true. A lot of times I've had, where I've had Laurel K. Hamilton in an anthology. A lot of people bought the book and said, I bought this for Laurel's and that's the only story I read. I, I, There's I, reviews I of that. I literally saw reviews. It was like, well, I, I got this for Laurel's story and only read it. And I'm like, okay, well, the rest of us still collected still royalties. still got paid. Thank that's you. That's cool. Thank you. Um, but the, the other ones are pretty good too. <laughs> now there's another interesting concept and it's one that um, we're going to explore with a guest uh, probably out in Vegas when we get out to Vegas here in, in a little bit um, with the owner of Athon Books. He, um, he, he was telling me that as far as Amazon goes, um, short story anthologies are actually bad for you in terms of like the Amazon algorithm because of the way it tracks you. Well, cause your name is on cause it. your name is on and it and it's so not low. selling well. So it's, so it's effing you over. Interesting. And that's legit. That is I mean, that, I never that, of that, it makes sense. And so they're, 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 I, I, he and I, I've been, I've been going back and forth with them and, and, and. And you and I were talking a little in, in a different sort of context. We were talking about some of that today um, at lunch. But there's, there's, I think there's ways around that. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Friggin' Amazon, once again, with the algorithm screwing up <laughs> the actual. Yeah. So here, here reality. is. reality. Regardless of business, like just straight up numbers in business. There are more than enough reasons for me as, as the, as the artist to write, to write a short story. Um, I am not foolish enough to believe that I have learned everything I need to learn with how to be an author. Um, I always need editing. I, I often need help. Um, and I can always learn more and short stories are a great way for that. Now here's the other, the other, other reason why I love short stories. And I just did this. Um, I just finished off a short story that was, it was asked of me as a favor. Um, I wrote, I often write short stories where I'm playing in a universe where I'm kind of beta testing a universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I did this with my story for Ian for, um, called No Stars in Red Light City. That's me beta testing a planet that I want to write noir stories in. Or Werewolf Cop, Right. Yep. That that's me beta testing werewolf cop and out there. down these mean streets yep. coming in January. That's right. This one I just this one I just wrote. Um, it's for a Friday the Thirteenth themed uh, anthology where it's not 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 like the movie, but the idea of the the cursed day. Mm-hmm. And and I wrote this story just out of nowhere. I had no freaking idea where it was going. Ended it. Liked how it ended. 
And then I had a really interesting idea during the process where I'm like, this, this world is interesting. I was creating the world on the fly. Um, and, and I, and I, and I, and I built on that. I mean, heck, um, you know, uh, the privileges of violence with the Kristoff story is, was me beta testing that world. I mean, I love doing that. It gives me an opportunity to just kind of get in, get out and kind of see how I'm feeling about the world, test some ideas, test character, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I really like doing that. It's much easier to do that in a short story than in a novel. A lot less investment. That's right. Um, so anyway, there's no, there's no one answer here. We're not going to sit here and tell you, oh, well, you should be writing short fiction because of this, or no, don't you dare write short fiction because of that. It's, do you think you can learn something from it? Maybe you can make a couple bucks off of it. Um, whatever. I know some people who've done some of those profit sharing ones huh? and they've got like $14. Yeah. For a short story. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's like, oof, dude. Now the, the flip side of this is, and, and I've done a few of those. Well, I mean, we've been in a few of those anthologies. Oh yeah. I think um, I've made twenty nine ninety nine once. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the other thing though. Um, and this goes to some of the earlier questions that we've answered in things before. Um, look, at a certain point, regardless of how much money you got paid for that one story, um, you're going to make money off of it again later because you're going to collect it into an anthology. Yep. That's that twenty nine ninety nine story will later appear in Target Rich Environment volume whatever. Right. And I'm going to, you know. And you'll make thousands of dollars off of that one story. Well, and it's actually interesting because I'm, I'm at the point of a career now where you, people want me in their anthologies because just having my name on the anthology means that they'll sell X number of copies yep. to my hardcore fans, which then, so well, ideally and, when and, you're... And you use that same logic when you're like, I need Jim Butcher on my Monster Hunter Files anthology. Yeah, and I got I got Jim for that first one, you know, so it's very, it was very cool. And I got, I got some big major authors to do, I mean, I had David Weber write short stories yeah. for me. That's I really mean, cool. Laurel writing short stories for yeah, me. Yeah, that's really awesome. And, and the more headliners you get on there, the more likely you are to like have something that is actually profitable. That actually so, pays your royalties every So I'm saying on the profit sharing ones, if you're in there with some headliners, then you're probably going to make some decent money. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you, you always want that person on there. You can't count on it, though. We'll talk about team end more when we get back yeah. from the... Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, okay, look. Um, we're... Okay, yeah, we're about due for a break. So we're going to take a break. We come back. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about team and more. And we'll also get into kind of the, the nuts and the bolts of, like, how to write short stories. We'll be right back. Hello, Word Mercenaries. This is Thomas Umstadt, host of the Novel Marketing Podcast. I'm excited to announce the first ever Novel Marketing Conference in Austin, Texas on January 26th and 27th, 2024. This conference is for published authors who want to sell more books and for first-time authors with their first book launching in 2024. This is not a typical writer's conference where you learn how to write and publish books. The 2024 Novel Marketing Conference is focused on helping you sell more books while spending less time and less money on marketing. Our goal is for 2024 to be your best year ever for book sales. To learn more, go to novelmarketingconference.com. That's novelmarketingconference.com. All right, everybody, welcome back. Here's the thing, Larry. When, when you're 
when you're an author, especially when you're starting out, we, there's when you're doing short stories, for example, we, we know so many people. In fact, this was how I started too. You're breaking in when you're, when you're making, when you're, when you're writing short stories and you're getting in anthologies. Um, and, but the vast majority of time, you're not going to, it's not like your name's going to be on the cover of the book. No, that's where we call team and more. Yeah. That's when you have the anthology and it's got featuring stories by blah, 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 Dirk Slabfist, yeah. James Patterson, George yeah. R. R. Martin. <laughs> and more. And more. So you're, you're, you're team, team and, and more. more. Yeah, you're team and more. Because I can only realistically put so many names on the cover. They're going to put the big, the one, the don't get offended. The people they put on the cover is to make you guys more money. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's yeah. all it is. Um, and you can tell honestly where a writer is in their career by if they make that and then how high they are on that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's silly, but it is, what it is. You know, if it's a small press, um, you know, with largely filled with people who are beginners or are just starting out, um, but you've been around for a minute, you're probably going to be on the cover. Yeah. Okay. Well, like Steve, I mean, you're just saying you've me. been on the cover. Yeah. Of yeah. Him, and, and you're like, but who else am I in there with? Oh, okay. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. The cover. Yeah. I mean, and that's not, that's not, I'm not like, I'm not insulting myself. I'm not insulting the other authors. It's just like, well, that's just the nature of this collection is, well, this collection is largely featuring authors who were new. Therefore me, who's been around for a minute, I'm going to be higher up on the totem pole than them. Yeah. And, and so you'll see guys at cons will even have bad ribbons that says team and more. Yeah. That's, hey, be proud of that. You, own you, that, man. You own that. You got onto an anthology. You sold the story. That's cool. And, and guys, it's just part of the career and it's, it's just part of building a foundation and getting better at the stuff and learning skills and having fun. So, you know, look, getting published is not easy. Okay. Um, it's a good milestone to get it, into an anthology. Especially for some, for so many of you where, uh, so many of our listeners where, gosh, I mean, when we go to cons and we have people approach us, one of the things that we constantly hear is, you know, I never thought I could do this. I never thought that I would be able to write. I never even thought it was possible for me to finish a story. Um, and yet... Uh, you're finishing stories, you're writing stories, you're, you're selling stories now, you're starting out your careers um, in a way that, uh, frankly, you're doing it much faster than I did. Uh, it took me a long time because I didn't have anybody demystify, demystifying this crap for me. Yeah, we try to do some demystification on this show. So uh, I, I remember my first short story that got accepted. Um, and you were one of the first people I told, Larry. And we were both jazzed um, because it was a big deal. Yeah. And, and that led to more short stories and more short stories and so on and so forth. Be proud of that. Okay. If you decide to take the leap and go that route and write some short stories and you get some published, man, be proud of that. That's awesome. Don't let anyone say, well, it's just a short story or tell you that it wasn't worth it because it didn't pay you a lot of money. Um, man, we all got to start somewhere. Yeah. And you're learning skills. I mean, we were just, we were talking over the break, how there's this weird, there's this weird kind of, I don't know, way of thinking where people who have never read and never written, they watch something on TV and they're like, well, I can do that better. I'm going to go write this epic. Well, they don't have the fundamentals and 
that's that's a lot of what short stories can give you. Yeah, we talk about there's that whole thing in like sports and music and the ten thousand hours. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah or, or yeah, a lot of which, er- which, if you do the math, that just translates to five years. Yeah, or 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 like um, Eric Flint talking about you know a million words. Most of us have a million words. I don't think it's that high. I I, I no. wasn't. No, I mean I, I made it way before that. I did too. Even if you count blogging, I still made it way before that. Yeah. Well, you know, and tweeting or whatnot. But no, the thing is, guys. You got to get the fundamentals down. You got to learn and short stories are a great opportunity to do that. Yeah. So, so this comes down to the question then, Larry. Um, what are, what tips do we have for writers um, who want to write short stories? This comes back to the question that kind of spawned this. Do you do page limits? Do you give yourself a time limit? Do I take a 200 page novel idea and strip it down to 60 pages or less? These are some of the questions he's yeah. asking. Don't do that. Don't do that. For Don't sure. do that for sure. Save that. Take a scene of that. Take, take one small part. Do not ever try to do that because if you got a whole novel worth of awesome stuff, man, save that for the novel because the novel is going to pay you a lot more money. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, and to you, take a novel and to try to condense it into a short story's worth of prose, man, that's going to sound real rough. I mean, it could be done if you're a master, but a lot of times, guys, if you're asking these questions, you ain't that level yet. No. So so save that. Practice some short stories first before you try to tackle that big, awesome story. Yeah. Um, short stories, you're looking at a couple scenes, probably. Yeah, most. Uh, I mean, and really, so take a, take a scene of that story that's relatively self-contained and, and write that. Yeah. I, when, when we talk about short fiction, we're generally talking this, the supposed definitions for whatever that means is 7,500 words or less is a short story. Yeah. Um, from there up to often they say 14,000 to 20,000 is called a novelette. And then from there up to 40,000 is considered a novella. And then after that is considered a novel, although no one writes 40,000 word novels anymore. And hardly anybody writes uh, novellas. It's a very narrow niche thing. And it's starting to come back, but only for guys who have big entrenched fan bases where we can just sell it directly to our fans. Yeah. And and, and I really think that that's the way to go with novellas. And audiobooks. And audiobooks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Audio. Because that works out to about a two and a two to two and a half hour audiobook. Which is the kind of thing that Audible like is a nice bite-sized chunk for them to give away. Yeah, as as far as audio goes, what I've noticed, and this is just back of the napkin math, basically for every ten thousand words your story is, that's roughly an hour of yeah. audio. Yeah, it'll it'll vary a bit, but yeah, pretty, a little that's bit a, that's depends a good, on how, how fast and slow they talk. That, or whatever. That's a good. That's a good uh-huh. kind of thing. Um, so look, there there are there are so many different reasons why. You know, you would you would write a story that falls within one of those quote unquote short fiction yeah. categories. So don't go by page limit. Page no. nobody nobody professionally uses page count. No, it, from a from a straight up nuts and bolts technical aspect, page count can be manipulated real easy. We talked about James Patterson on the show earlier, but that was the king of the one page chapter. Mm-hmm. We have like the, the you know chapter fourteen and fourteen's a giant number, and then. There's like three paragraphs and then a white page. Yeah. Chapter 15. Chapter 15. Someone did a word count um, estimate on some of his books. And there are, they're often in the 60,000s right now. 
Yeah. For for adult fiction, which is nuts. Which keep in mind, this is this like last episode we talked about bad Twitter writing advice. We're like, you learn from the New York Times bestseller. No, no, no you because don't. you don't have a big name and a giant marketing department and twenty six ghostwriters. No, 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 so, definitely no, not. You're not. Um, on 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 that though, so don't go by word count. Give yourself. I'm sorry. Don't go by page count. Go by page, word count. Yeah. Say so I have a window of X and X is going to be determined by what you're selling it to. Yeah. If you, if you are trying to get your story into a specific anthology, because there's been a call for stories for an anthology, there will often be, as we, as, as we talked about on the show with Ian, um, with, with, uh, he's also known as law dog. You'll see that, um, follow the submission guidelines. Oftentimes they'll say, okay, well, we want stories that are from six to 8,000 words or five to 6,000 words. Or in the case of, um, of like a lot of these, um, noir anthologies that you've been putting together, Larry, it was, it was like eight to 10,000 words. Yeah. And we had sometimes like if David Weber came and said, well, my story is 12,000 words. So well, it's David Weber. You're you David Weber. Yes. Congratulations. Hey, new guy. New guy. Shave 2,000 words. Shave. Start shaving. <laughs> so, so, so go by that. Um, and if you're a little short or a little over, that's usually fine, but try to stay in the window that's specified yeah. really close. Yeah. From a financial aspect, the people putting together yep. the anthologies generally have a monetary budget that they have been given to pay out to authors for their stories. So if they're paying five cents a word... Usually the contract is going to be, we'll pay you five cents a word up to 5,000 words, 7,000 words. Because after that, if you turn them in a fatter story, they don't have the money. No, they can't. They, they, and, it, and because it's not just about you. Keep in mind, you're in anthology with 12 other people, 14 other people. Well, and if, and if everybody goes over by 1,000 words, like, and you've got 10 other authors, well, that's another short story's worth. Yep. And this doesn't just go down to the to the monetary cost of the money that you're giving out to the authors. This is, there's literal financial constraints when it comes to the print cost of the book. Yep. All that stuff is taken into account. So, so shoot for the window. Yep. Um, and then honestly, we talked about, we talked a little more nuts and bolts. We had another episode about writing short fiction. You probably want to listen to, but early in, uh, uh sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, um, I'm making, uh, uh, in arrive, late, out early. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Arrive late, exit early. Yeah. So you don't need to tell the entire history of the universe. You're telling one small chunk. Well, and how much of that universe and how many of those ideas you get into depends on how long your story is. Well, and also- It's a 3,000 word story. The kind of story. Not doing much. If I'm writing an action type thing, then my ability to convey a ton of world building, I mean, just because I'm using up so much verbiage of events happening- it's not going to be that kind of story. So, so think about what am I trying to accomplish here? What's my goal? If I'm, if I'm, if I got only 3000 words to play with or 5,000 words to play with, and it's like, what am I trying to get here? Am I trying to have an action scene? Am I have trying to have a comedy scene? Am I trying to have like a world building scene? And if I can accomplish multiples, that's great. But I got to have my primary focus and my secondary focus, and my tertiary focus. And I go from there. Yep. I mean, if, if my story is, say, 4,000 words, I know I really only have, oh, a few scenes I can write. 
Well, because if you're not thinking in terms of uh, word count, you think in terms of page count, most of your scenes in a book are really about 5,000 words. Yeah. Really, it's probably average. Average. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. It, well, especially for fantasy. If it's thrillers, it's much less. Oh, yeah. Okay. But... Okay. So, like, I, I, like, Son of the Black Sword's paced like a thriller. Mm-hmm. But I look at my chapters, most of my chapters in Son of the Black Sword are about 5,000 words. Yeah. You know? Uh, some are shorter, some are longer, but I try not to go too long. So you think about it, that's about what you're looking at in a short story is mm-hmm. what you can accomplish. So don't, don't navel gaze too much unless that's what you're going for. Yeah. And a lot of this too, guys, short fiction, because it's not the kind of thing you're going to spend a lot of time outlining because it's too short. Yeah. You're just, you, you just need to like run and gun, man. Just, yeah. just pick a direction and run. Uh, as writers, um, and we talked about this in one of the very, very first episodes we ever did for this show, you know, well over, you know, a hundred episodes. Ago. Oh my gosh. And that was the concept of idea management. We have a million ideas. Yeah. We're assaulted with ideas all day, every day. Um, so a lot of the times when we're asked to do a short story, we're like, we kind of like go through the mental Rolodex and we're like, uh, oh yeah, I got that idea. That'll work. Very rarely is it, oh, we want you to write this story and, and, and you, and you go, okay, I have no idea what I'm going to do. No. Oftentimes we have a, like either a weird character concept we've been thinking about, a weird world concept we've been thinking about, magic, whatever, some monster, yeah, and pick, we go. Pick one or two of those and go. Don't don't oversaturate ideas in a limited space because what's going to happen there is um, it's hard for the reader to absorb it all in that yeah. short amount of time. Okay, so for example, if you have a novel, you can introduce 10 characters in the very beginning of a novel, and it's okay because you're going to get to know them. Mm-hmm. If you introduce 10 characters or, in or a you're short kill story, whatever. yeah, but if you introduce 10 characters in a short story, that's a bombardment and, and the reader is just going to hit the reader's brain and most of them are going to bounce off. Yep. Especially if you describe 10 different characters, it's like, oh my gosh, that reader ain't going to keep up and now he's confused and he's just started to skim. Mm-hmm. Now, if you, if your short story, I, I, I had this conversation with Casey, um, for the longest time, I, when it came to short stories, and, and I think this may have started with the, the Bane Big Book of Monsters that we were both in. Um, it was all kaiju stories. And I think it started there. Like, I specifically wrote a 4,000-word story for that because it was, it was just basically one idea, right? Mm-hmm. A samurai climbing a, a kaiju the size of the mountain, trying to figure out how to kill it on his way up. That was it. That's it. But 4,000 words is not very long. I figured as long as it was good enough, maybe it would get in because it didn't take up a lot of real estate. They could squish it in. Then fast forward several years and I get the contract for the first Noir Fatale anthology. I get the contract from Casey and I, and I, I'm going through all the, you know, the, the TOC, the terms and conditions and everything. And, and I get to the part where it talks about word count. It's like eight to 10,000 words. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) <laughs> and, and, you know, my natural inclination is to say, oh man, how am I ever going to fill up this much space 
for a short story. Like, I don't freaking know. Well, turns out, all it means is that you have more real estate. I can, instead of having one idea, like we're talking about with the short story, you know, with, with the, the samurai climbing the mountain. Okay, well, I have more. Well, what should I write? Oh, well, well, I've got, I've got Kristoff, um, and I've got these golems, uh, and I have, uh, and, and he has an assistant, and they're searching for this thing, but then there's this other group. Like, all of a sudden, you can, you can pack more ideas into it. Yeah, you, you have can, like three or four characters yeah, and, working on something. And you can really start developing, like, almost a full story when you're talking 10,000 words. Um, this one that I, that I got asked to do that I've just finished up, it's like 9,500 words. And there's, there's some world building in there. Yeah, it's pretty chonky. Yeah, there's world building in there. There's multiple characters in there. There's talk about the past, you know, historical events that are not in the story, obviously. Um, references, there's references to the future, to, to all these different events. You can squeeze all that in when you've got 10,000 words of real estate. Yeah. And you can get a lot into a little area, but it's just the more practice you get, the more you're able to accomplish with lesser ingredients. Mm -hmm. We were talking in the Q&A session uh, or in the Q&A that we did a few, um, a couple weeks ago, that airs a couple weeks ago now. And one of them is don't, in short stories, you're going to be very, very tempted to do the opposite of what we're talking about, where you're going to want to try to throw in so much stuff into it to try to show that it's like, look, this is a complete story. There's cool, there's all this cool stuff. You don't need to do that. A lot of times, uh, one of the biggest things I've learned from writing short stories is when to just leave it be. When, when to, uh, it, it's like the old uh, David Weber, Larry Korea quote that, that, we, that we referenced, yep. you know, why use, why use 10 words when two will do? Or why use yeah. two words when 30 will do? David David Weber will never use... Uh, see how, David Weber will never use three words when five will do. And Larry Queer will never use three words when one will do. Right. Short stories is very much the, the latter. Yeah, go the Larry Queer route. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, you know, no offense, David. No, 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 no. It's a very different game. Very different um, game. But, you know, there's a lot of times where I'm writing and, and, I'll, uh, and I'll find, I was doing this last night, actually. I was writing this, I was finishing off this story and I'm like, I'm talking too much. Cut, cut, cut. Instead, it was like, well, that's just how graveyards work in this world. Yeah, that, that's a good point. You don't have to explain it. You can just have it happen and it's a short fiction. They'll give you enough leeway to be like, oh, okay, that must be how graveyards work in this world. Like Lost Planet Homicide, I squeeze a novel worth of world building into 20,000 words. Yeah. And, and and a lot of times... I don't explain it, though. It's well, just... no. There, there's one specific example I want to use from there. A lot of it, especially in the first novella, um, you're like, yeah, there's five peaks. Because <laughs> there is. And I did it in, um, I did it in like, voiceover. I did yeah. it in, like, Gritty Detective. Yeah. Well, uh, and then later... Show voiceover. And then, and then later on, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, below that elevation, poison. Cuz. <laughs> like, I don't need to know more than that. Yeah. We get it. It's a hostile planet. Yep. But there are a, a, a lot of newer authors. And, and, uh, and to be honest with you, I think you might have, I, I think you might have done this. Um, 
if you'd have written Lost Planet Homicide 15 years ago, mm-hmm. I think I think you and I think me, guys like the guys like us, I think we would have tried to squeeze in the whys. Yeah. Why does this why is the planet all poison there? Guess what? No one cares. Doesn't matter. The characters don't care. All they know is, hey, you know what? I'm gonna stay out of the poison. Characters take it for granted. It's just the world they exist in. Exactly. Exactly. Um, in residue, the character Alex can read minds. And um, I, I was talking with Rothman about this, and he's like, and he said, do, do you think that she, do you think that the character cares or that has a reaction to the fact that, that she can read minds? And I'm like, do you think about breathing every day? No. Well, she doesn't think about reading minds. It's natural to her. Um, so, you know, Last Planet Homicide on the Five Peaks. Well, living, most of those people have been born there. You just so, take it for granted. You know, mountains poison. Yucky. You eat. You Stay eat, away. You eat basically 3D printed protein loaf. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the way life is. Pork flavored. Um, you know, it, it, writing short stories, nuts and bolts, guys, is about, it, it's how quick can you convey your idea? Can you convey this to people? Um, I always say, how quick can I make you care about my character? Can I do it in a page? I hope so. Can I do it in a paragraph? All right. If I can do it in my first paragraph, make you care, or at least make you interested, then I've won. There, I wish I, uh, this is not an anthology that's super common and this has been reprinted yet in a like target rich environment three that doesn't exist yet. But I did a short story for CKP called The Dregs. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's, I wish more people were familiar with this one. Cause I think it's a really good example of this world building and that I actually have a ton of world building and a ton of history, but it's all conveyed during an action, like, yeah. like last stand defense kind of narrative. And so I never slow the narrative down. It's just, but, but there's hints dropped about the background of everybody involved along the way. And so it's like a seven, 8,000 word story. And by the end of it, you're like, okay, I got a really good grasp on who everybody here is, where they come from, why they're here, what's going on in the world. And it never once stopped to explain any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I think that the, the combat exorcist story that I wrote for, for you. Oh yeah. You don't, you don't slow down to explain anything. No, that. no, but you get it. You get it. You get what the character is. You understand why he feels betrayed without giving away the story. You understand why he feels betrayed at the end. Um, And you understand why he would feel betrayed. It's all context specific. Mm -hmm. And you establish the context. And so then the reader understands. So that way in the character experiences it, you're like, oh yeah, I get it. Yeah. And that's it. That's what you're going for in these short stories. Now, but here's the important thing. All of these things we're talking about, the skills, all of this the concepts of character, getting in, getting out. If you don't think that you can take those concepts and apply them to a novel, you're fooling yourself because you absolutely can. That's great, great learning opportunities. Absolutely. So anyway, that's what we have for you today. Kind of some nuts and bolts on, on writing short stories. Um, some should you, shouldn't use, um, how you should treat it things like that there, there's again we, we always say this there's no one way and and there's no one size 
fits all solution to your questions. Um, unless it's like pay your taxes. Like there, there's one solution Writers to that. Pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. Um, so anyway, that's what we have for you today. If you want to write short stories, do it. But understand what you're doing. Try to learn from it. Try to get better through writing them. And figure out how they can, how those skills can apply towards writing novels. Because honestly, that's where you're going to make money, is from the novels. So, well, that's all the time we have for you today. Again, if you have any other questions, um, feel free to shoot them our way. We always answer supporter questions. It might take us a minute because we have a lot of episodes that we're going through, but we'll always get to them. And, uh, and we appreciate all your support. Appreciate your guys' time. Thanks for listening to us. And uh, this is The Dojo, and we'll see you on the next one. Writer Dojo is Steve Diamond and Larry Korea. Produced by Jack Wilder and Bear and Hair Studios. Theme song, Word Mercenaries by Craig Nibo. New episodes come out every Wednesday wherever you stream your content. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can help support us by going to anchor.fm slash writerdojo by leaving a five-star rating and review, and by helping to spread the word. To advertise on the Writer Dojo, email ads at writerdojo.com. All questions and comments can be emailed to questions at writerdojo.com. Got the reverb on that one. I know. <laughs>